chance on here. Pulisic picks up the loose ball and he could be in. Christian Pulisic for Chelsea, 1-0. Quick thinking by Alisson, and if Salah could lift it, still Salah, Salah! The Ghost Goal Podcast. Manchester City are now champions of England for the fifth time as Leicester defeated Manchester United on Tuesday. City now have their third title under Pep Guardiola as they prepare for a Champions League final. Relegation is now set as Fulham join West Brom and Sheffield in the championship next year. Manchester United have a lock-in on a top-four spot, but the other two sides very much up for grabs with Leicester, Chelsea, West Ham, and somehow Liverpool all trying to clinch those final two spots. Welcome back to the Ghost Goal Podcast. I'm Andrew Pissarro alongside Alex Moss and Javier Revelo. Follow us along on Twitter and Instagram at Ghost Goal Pod at Andrew Pissarro at asmos92 at javierev9 congratulations to manchester city and their fans boys let's whip it around real quick better manager sir alex ferguson or pep guardiola i don't want to touch that one with a 10-foot pole yeah i don't i don't know how to like approach that one i think you i think if you i mean right now i think you still have to give it to ferguson because he won for so long through so many periods and he built his team from the Manchester Academy and struggled early on. And it's not like he had a ton of money always at, at every point when he was at Manchester United. And I think what Pep Guardiola has done is extremely impressive. But it's been at three clubs that already had a, a, a like a, an incredible team with a tradition of winning and a ton of money. So, you know, those being Barcelona, Bayern Munich, and 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 now Manchester City. And while Pep if he comes and wins the Champions League this year, which, you know, it looks like it could happen, I think that would definitely be his greatest achievement so far. So, you know, we could revisit this conversation in a couple of weeks and it might, I don't know, it might change my mind if he wins the Champions League final. But I, I think it was always said that the, the the Barcelona job, you know, he had Messi, he had, you know, Iniesta, Xavi, Iniesta, yeah, Xavi. Uh, Puyol. Busquets, Puyol, yeah, exactly. PK. Teams that won World Cups and the Euros in 2008 and 2012 without him. So... I don't know how much like you give him some credit there, and then the bar- you give him you give him credit for having the balls to like build his entire right. you know style of winning around and, and them, Messi right? Messi gives him a lot of credit for improving him and a lot a bunch of players do as well and it's it clear he had a, a huge influence on their play style for years even after he left same thing with that Bayern Munich which which is what I was going to say is that. I think what he did there, even though he you know he won the title easily every year there, which is kind of just like a given at Bayern Munich. But what he did is he instilled like a like a winning mentality and a certain play style that I think before they they didn't have really a play style that you thought okay this team could like very easily go out and win the Champions League. Um, I think with Pep Guardiola they kind of I know that they 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 won it once with with Ribery and and Robin and Klose, but like. The year before he got there, yeah, yeah under uh, yeah, what was his name? But you, but but but, but but it was like it was an it. it was an aging team, 
that had just hit their peak. He comes in. He pretty much completely reinvigorated the squad, brought in a ton of youth, brought in like incredible, brought up incredible players like Kimmich, which to me, that's like the most impressive thing for me that Pep's done at, at different clubs is that he's just kind of installed like almost like a dynasty at 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 least domestically at all of the clubs he's been at. Even there, there was already one at at Bayern Munich when he got there. Um, so, but. Th- the thing you have to give to Sir Alex, though, is that, well, they're different kinds of managers. I feel like you'd want them for different kinds of jobs. But one observation I'll make is that I don't think you could ever have Pep manage a bad team and make them good. Where Sir Alex Ferguson, like, yes, he had a lot of great teams. He created different generations of Manchester United that achieved great things. But he even won titles when he had you look at their last out- title outright win. dog shit teams. Like, you look at the lineups and... In like in 2010, 11, yeah, yeah, they had well, like Danny 12, Welbeck 13, they had, and like well, 2010 or 12, 13, they at least had Van Persie, who was like the breath of fresh air that just in, injected goals and did everything for them. But like 2010, 2011, uh, like when the second year Chelsea had Carlo Ancelotti and didn't really challenge in the league, and he, that team just sort of like took advantage of everyone else being like not really at their best and just nabbed another league and yeah yeah i I just think that if you want someone to you know be a like a trailblazer in the game and you know create new positions and systems pep's your guy if you just want like someone who is uh 100 schooled in the art of man management and managing a squad as a whole and down to the individual man then sir alex ferguson is probably the guy you want for his time but that's another point of the debate where Sir Alex is kind of bridged between these two generations of like the hardcore old school tough guy manager that probably doesn't work as well today. Like we've kind of seen with Mourinho and then Pep is kind of like the first of this positive new school, uh, you know, hugs the players at full time and is walking up to them and like picking up N'Golo Kante like Thomas Tuchel and, and Jurgen Klopp does the same thing. Pep is like one of the first of those who's more tactically astute, but you know, feeds uh, has has his players feed off like positive vibes from the manager so yeah there's 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 they're very different so it's kind of hard to like say which one's better but i would say that manchester city this year kind of did that what manchester united did in in that um 2011 2012 season in that everyone was just about that. Everyone, everyone was just not that good this year in terms of i don't know, I don't about know that. They, I think right now this also might be their better. best team no, right now they're wrapping. Right now they're wrapping the, the, up the system. They just wrapped the up the league with eighty play. points. That's that's like incredibly. No, low. I understand. That's that's I, like I probably one of that, the lowest points where COVID, totals where they ever that's where like, like COVID comes into comes into play. Right, here. which is why I'm like, all right, the the league it happened to everyone. They were in, You can't be like yeah, you yeah. can't criticize City for the fact that like everyone else was shit. Like City had a time in the November beginning of the season like where that. people were asking, will they get top four? And I, I kept. I, were, I kept talking about them as title contenders. I think it was in like when after they lost to Leicester five two or something. You just knew that, like th- that, this was always going to be possible. They just had to be the first team to round into form, and they were in January. They were the first team to, you know, set an identity for themselves that's worked over the long term. Yeah, they've had to rotate in and out of that because of Champions League and uh, Carabao Cup and FA Cup responsibilities. But when they play that that false nine, where Phil Foden, yep. you know, had his breakout season, I think that's pretty safe to say. Uh, Ilkay Gundogan. People are just going to forget about like the run he had where he was just scoring in every single Premier League game. And all the while, Kevin De Bruyne was still in the team and Gundogan was like by far their best player. 
that they had a, a system that no one has really figured out yet. And it's the main reason I'm still very concerned for Chelsea in the Champions League final, because we haven't had to face it yet under uh, Tuchel. We've played backup squads of theirs both times. So it, it's something that they could build off of unless they do something major in the, in the transfer market. But I think it's something that makes them unique compared to other Manchester City teams. I will say, I think this, in terms of Pep teams under Manchester City, this is a very unique team. This yeah, is it's the best defensive they, team, too. So I yes, forgot to mention they, that. It's by far the best defensive team. That, that's fair. I think that's why they actually made it to the Champions League final, because their def- defense improved to where they, they play a team like Dortmund, and they're not getting piped, you know, whereas in the past they've lost to teams that are, that have just attacked them a little bit. And, and they're holding, they're holding Mbappe to no shots in a game for the first time in his career. Right. Like, that, that, that's, that means something. Yes, and and also too. I mean, this you, you think Manchester City, you think you think Sergio Aguero, you think uh, Raheem Sterling, and it's like you know again, Foden broke out. They're playing games. Ster- Sterling's strikers. pretty They're, much been yeah. He he had a little little part of earlier in the season when he was good, but he's pretty much done nothing this season. Same with Aguero. Same with Jesus. I mean, it's been these other players. So much, yeah. But for all yeah, the players you named that like aren't exactly like hitting like, the ground running this season. There are others that maybe in the past, like Riyad Mahrez has taken a year or two yep. to, to get like fully entrenched and understand the system. But he's been absolutely phenomenal this year, and you wouldn't even put him in like City's top three players. You'd no. still you'd still put Gundogan and Diaz and and uh, maybe Stones overall has had like a, one of his best seasons. De and De Bruyne, obviously. But Riyad Mahrez has been amazing and has done some absolutely absurd things this year. And it's 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 hard to really realize how how impressive those things are from one of not what, even their best what, players. What, what impresses me about Pep is the way he utilizes some of his players and just kind of creates new positions for them and makes players like Zinchenko at like left back look like I don't know like some like he played that game in the Champions League semifinal and, and was one of the best players on the pitch for playing left back and the dude plays center midfield. And you see Pep doing that with players all the time. Um, and that's something that I think differentiates him over, over Sir Alex Ferguson as well. But, but yeah, congratulations to City. Um, I think it's five titles now in, in the last 10 years. And yep. it's three in the last four. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a little bit scary. It's a little bit scary for the rest of the league, how, how young the squad is, how easily they're able to just like move their older talent along and then refresh it and bring along how, how like they can lose big players like company like David Silva and not miss a beat and still win the title, you know? So I, I think that's really scary to see. I think teams like Chelsea, obviously, and, and, and Liverpool and, and United, they're all still going to be in there trying to challenge next season and in the coming seasons. But if City go on and win another five titles in the next 10 years, like, that's going to be ridiculous. If this same like, thing happens again every five to five or six titles, every 10 years or cities, like, that's... That, like, and that's the type of thing that Pep has done so far at every club he's been at. He's kind of left that type of imprint. So I'm hoping that that, you know, that gets broken at some point. All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk briefly. We had a bunch of games that affected the top four race, including Chelsea's win over Manchester City on Saturday. We had another game that affected the top four race with West Ham losing to Everton on on uh, Sunday morning. Yes, that was Sunday morning. And then obviously Leicester beating Manchester United, clinching the title and Arsenal's win over Chelsea today. So we got two Chelsea results. Alex obviously mentioned that that Chelsea were or Manchester Chelsea were playing a Manchester City team with a rotated squad. And then um 
uh, Aguero wanted Arsenal Aguero wanted today. to seal his uh, signing to Chelsea by uh, missing a Panenka penalty. He, I, he I don't was think just that's like, going to get him anywhere close to our squad. He's gonna, he wants to sign for Chelsea. He just uh, he's like, I'll get get you guys top four. Here you go, uh, Aguero to West Ham. I don't. I, I, mean, I feel like he's not going to stoop that low. Well, he's I mean, going to say got, like Champions League. No, maybe he's it's gonna, not a low stat. He's going to say like he wants like Atletico and go play with like Suarez. I could see him do that or. I don't see him wanting to to like play in a, on a team that he the Heath would be like the the go to guy. Here's what I think: Why are we talking about Sergio Aguero? I don't know. Like a point we need to add to that Manchester City overall piece is that you, you, Andrew, you said you think about Manchester City, you think about all of the that first great generation, Aguero included. You consider him in any sort of success that well, you the, think about the for Mount them. Rushmore. Of They're going Manchester to be. City is- yeah, he's on David there. Silva, but Aguero, they're going to be a better team company, next season Pep. when he leaves because he's never really like fully been the perfect forward for Pep Guardiola. I'm not going to go back to yeah. Manchester City and Pep Guardiola, but it, it, the the point is he's you know he doesn't give you anything off the ball. West Ham like it's a it's a nice idea. I don't think it's a terrible idea, but they would have to get Champions League, which is very much on the table after this loss Chelsea had tonight against Arsenal and with you know Leicester having as difficult of a schedule as they have uh West Ham could absolutely still sneak in there it's not out of the question I think their last three games are Brighton at home uh or Brighton I don't know if it's home or away this weekend than West Brom and Southampton meanwhile Chelsea have to play Chelsea and Leicester have to play each other after the FA Cup where they play each other this weekend and then Leicester have Spurs and Chelsea have Aston Villa so those are tough. Those are tougher games, and there's fewer of them than West Ham have. So it, it, they're still very much like in in play for them. They're they're scary to me, uh, but I, I still feel like maybe it, like in one of these games, even though none of these teams have anything to play for, there's going to be a draw or something. This is this is what I talk about when I say that these this part of the schedule, this very last couple of games of the season. It's uh, it's a lot tighter than it, it usually is uh, in the middle of October or something. So I'm still sticking by Chelsea and, Le- and uh, Leicester, but uh, th- this loss today that we had to Arsenal really opens things up. Um, yeah, it, it, well, let's go it, there. It's made, let's go. We've let's, got four cup finals left, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's go there. Let's talk about Chelsea. They had a big week. They obviously beat City, preventing them from clinching the title on Saturday. And then on Wednesday, they lose 1-0 in a crazy game between Arsenal. You had the, the Kai Havertz miss early on. You had the Pulisic putting the ball in the net, but offsides. Um, the Jorginho I mean, mistake. Yep, the Jorginho mistake. The, the absolutely shambolic defense that led to the Kellen Smith row goal. I mean, this is a, a wild week of emotion for a Chelsea fan. How do you feel about it? So, I mean, I'm obviously coming off the, the result happening a couple hours ago. And... As frustrating as it is, like it's not surprising. I think we even joked about it last week, Javier, that you guys were just going to come in and you know ruin our week after. Yeah, you know we probably got a result at, at City, and you know it was it was so like obvious that it was like just due to happen, but still frustrating because it played out the way the game played out was not too dissimilar to like Brighton at home a few weeks ago, and uh, Wolves at home in Tuchel's first game, where it was just the other team had no possession didn't really have any chances maybe had like a, a couple good counterattacks where they managed to find space out wide to run into but then other than that, than that arsenal didn't create too many clear cut chances at goal we just gifted them a goal and rather than draw now, nil nil now, like those other to, two games to, we lost one nil to be fair to arsenal 
you gave us a goal in the 16th minute, and at that point, Arteta was just like, "All right, like let's see them break us down." And then if if it yeah. had been like one one, then you probably would have seen us well, attack I mean, if, more. If but, Kai Havertz scores that one v one, yeah, you guys we we win three 0 You probably you probably win the game. Absolutely, absolutely. But it was, you know that's just the fine margins, and you know it's not it's not a backbreaker for our season. But like I said, it makes it that we have a situation where we have four cup finals to finish our season. Hey, it, two and it gives ones us an outside chance of finishing games. above Tottenham. So. You know? Yeah, I guess it does, even though their next couple games are Wolves, Aston Villa, and Leicester. It's not the so, easiest. It's not the easiest. It's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy, but and, again, and it's, the, so hard, they it's just, so hard to they tell just which lost of these... to Leeds. So, yeah. uh, I, mean, I mean, quietly, like, you know, Harry Kane right now, 21 goals, leading the uh, the Golden Boot race. Uh, Heung-Min Son, 17 goals, having his best season ever. I mean, if these two guys leave this summer, uh, like, this Tottenham team is... They're screwed. I mean, right now they still don't have a manager. You know, they still are just using. And they're losing out on managers too. Yeah, I mean, Nagelsmann's going to Bayern. Uh, the guy at Ajax is staying. Um, there's there, there's like some high profile guys who are, who have said no to Tottenham. Le- Leeds look like a team like they're going to be annoying for the next few years, man. As long as Bielsa's there and 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 they're playing like this, they, they can beat anybody on their day. And they've destroyed Liverpool, destroyed Arsenal, destroyed you know at some points Chelsea. I mean. They've looked good against Manchester City, against every team in the league. At some point, this Leeds side has has looked really good. Um, not Brighton. Yeah, not Brighton. <laughs> Randomly, just Brighton or their or their kryptonite. But but yeah, uh, I thought they got that big three big three one win over Tottenham and Tottenham. I mean, they're definitely not getting Champions League. They're you know probably looking to get Europa League. And my hope is that Arsenal maybe with this this result over Chelsea, we can finish above them and and just sneak into that Europa League spot. Um. It wouldn't be the worst with with still what we're going to have a very young squad, I assume, next year. And, and we're going to need game time for players like, you know, like Balogun and 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 Emil Smith-Rowe and Saka, who I'm sure they'll see Premier League game time. But we're going to need to we're going to need to well, shuffle around that. a lot this summer. It's funny you say that because uh, I think I've mentioned to you before that the Europa Conference League is starting up next season. <laughs> no, 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 you, no, no, no. If you no, finish no. in sixth place, what, do you play you on Fridays? Europa Conference League. You play on Fridays? Yeah, maybe. No. No, no, no. It's, it's, uh, It'll be Thursdays. It's, it's Thursdays at midnight that goes into Friday, and then you have to be back. Uh, oh, no, okay, Jesus, okay. dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's... What if you guys went into that and, you know, were the first team to win the Europa Conference League? That would be a little piece of history you wanted? Does a win in no. that guarantee you Europa League the next year? Is that all it guarantees? You? Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> Oof, that's fucking. That, that's that's the big prize. Yes, another trophy that Arsenal can't win. Um, who, who are you guys uh, picking? Top four. Who do you think? Looking at the the schedules. I mean, a lot of it depends on if Liverpool can win this game tomorrow. I think. And it's it's going to be interesting because all right, well let's let's jump to that. Manchester United lose to uh, they, they lose to Leicester, and the other big news that comes out for Manchester United is that uh, Harry Maguire is now out, so um, and out for an extended period. So the not that Harry Maguire is the best defender in the league, but he's certainly the best defender at Manchester United. Um, him out for a key stretch here. They already have top four locked up. They're not going to win. A, they're not going to win a trophy, or they could win Europa League. Europa League. But they could also Andrew, they're, keep, they're playing. They're playing a strong team for that. One hundred percent. It's Man United, I mean, Liverpool. The, uh, they, beating and you and ruining Tuesday. your season is like yes. a half trophy. It's 100%. like a Carabao Cup. Probably it's like worth and, that much. And to be honest, I I have a feeling. Uh, oh, 
Ozan Kabak's probably out for Liverpool based on everything that I've read, which means you could see another Reese Williams and Nat Phillips combo in defense because they're going to want Fabinho sitting in front of them, which is end up being some kind of a, a you know almost like a three at the back type situation. Um, I'm definitely not confident, but I think Klopp's going to throw the kitchen sink at this game. Like I think you could potentially see of the 4-2-3-1 of Firmino sitting in the hole behind Jota and Mane and Salah with Thiago and Fabinho in midfield with I I, I think he might just fucking go for it. I, I would I'm probably going to bet the over in that game. But it it the Liverpool oh, there's going to be goals. There's going to be goals cuz you know this United yeah. team like you said they're not going to have their main defender. Um they're going to have come off of and they're going to try to hit us four, in the counter so four, fucking hard. Four games over seven days or eight days, um, something absurd like that. So you know that like not every player is going to be a hundred percent. And this United but that means it's going to be low scoring. No, like if every game, no, like it, when it United slows the tempo of the game down. Yeah, but when United have been backed up against the wall like that, they usually end up like going down a couple goals, coming back, and it usually ends up being a little bit of a shootout. So. I could see like a two-two in this. I don't really a see United losing either because yeah. they they did rest like a lot of their main key players. They made ten changes or something like that yeah. to the to the lineup. They started like a youth, like a guy who had never heard of. Right, they started like Matic. They started Mata, a bunch of players who never never get game time. Tuan Zebe, and uh, yeah, and so Diallo got his first Premier League start. So I think we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna see you know Rashford. We're gonna see. Bruno, we're going to see Greenwood, we're going to see Cavani, and that's that's going to be that's going to be scary, and it's going to be. I think United are they've been better than Liverpool this season on on overall, just in in the league, and that that their league position shows that. And I think that they're going to at least get a draw on this to to try to ruin Liverpool's day. I think that's like what they've been. This is I think when they've been looking at the schedule for the week. This was the game that they were like, all right, we need to like make sure we don't screw in this, screw this one up. So you know, it's funny. I'm I'm looking at the odds right now. Uh, Manchester United's plus one eighty five, and Liverpool's plus one thirty five. So Liverpool's slight favorites. That's probably just because you have something bigger to play for. But again, I don't I I don't buy that reasoning at all. But even if you win this United game, obviously it would come at a point in the season that's obviously been changed from where the schedule should have been for reasons previously mentioned. But we were talking, uh, running up to that that first, first scheduled Man United-Liverpool game, that even, you weren't that confident or we weren't that confident in you guys putting together a string of results, even if that those games are West Brom away, Burnley away, and Crystal Palace. Yeah. With all teams, you know, Safe. having their season settled or relegated in West Brom's case. It, obviously, a, a win at this point against Manchester United with this West Brom game to come like two days later, do you think that a win now specifically gives you guys the boost that you can just kickstart your momentum and get four wins in the next like 10 days here? I'll be honest with you. I'd feel a heck of a lot more confident if Jordan Henderson was out there, like even Sans Van Dyke, like just having that, that player who's going to be like, you know, so no. Yeah. So no, I'm still I, not confident. I, yeah. I think, I think it's a little bit too late for Liverpool. Like you guys had like your, I mean, you guys I, had their, like there was like we had two the or three weeks and then we there. Fucking yeah. drew, if we don't draw Newcastle and we don't draw leads, those two games where we gave up um, late goals and Do like, you, you know, the goals in the last 10 minutes, we were in, you know what I mean? Like those were wins. Those were games that we dropped points in. That's four points right there. You know what I mean? Like, 
this United game wouldn't yeah. matter. We could go in and take care of our business on the last three games of the season and be in. But this, I mean, frankly, like as much as we've criticized the defense for Liverpool this year, I've been looking at stuff for like the last probably three or four months. It's Sadio Mane and to some extent Salah, but and Firmino, but some extent, the- but. Javier and I have even talked about like you can't really criticize Salah because he's still he's you know, still he's still produced he's still well, around there in the top like goal, goal scorers. He's still yeah, twenty. He, Kane is twenty one. Like you can't and he's played no a, probably two games less than Kane. But it's the lack of clinical finishing. That's what it is. If like has shot Mane and Firmino. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. But I also think I also think as you can't. As the defense has been, it's you if can't. We had been scoring goals. We would have won games. You can't criticize yeah. Mane either, because I, like yes, I said, you can. You, can. you no, absolutely one hundred percent have. Mane's have still to. been really good this season. And no, he like, has. Sadio Mane literally came out and said, goals. "This on, is my worst season, of my career." No, I know. Yeah, and don't don't insult your own intelligence like that. He has yeah. been straight up dog shit this yes, season. He's been bad, and and he would have been benched had. Frankly, he Harvey Salzburg wouldn't take him back. Frankly, he would have been benched if Harvey Elliott wasn't on loan at at, at Blackburn Rovers. Like, like you would have given Harvey a shot in one of those games. You you pop Salah up top or something and and found a way to get him on the pitch. But yeah, I, all I, right. I don't, so he has fourteen goals and seven assists in all in all comps, which is I mean that's like. You're gonna have to call Timo Werner like absolute dog shit too, then, because that's like what we, we have said that this yes, is not a good season for Timo okay. compared to his recent seasons, and, 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 I've, and for, I've I've compared those two yes, specifically we've, we've literally like had weeks this conversation ago. on pod. Yes, for um, for for Sadio Mane standards, that's that's like below what he what he, but like he's I mean, had he should such be scoring 18, 19 goals in the Premier League, not total. No, I know, but he's played so well in the past, like three or four years for you guys, that like I think he can catch a break for a year. You, you like, well, I mean, he got COVID, players have off like like Eden Hazard really only had two outstanding seasons for Chelsea. He had like five mediocre ones, like a couple shit that's, ones, uh, three three decent yeah, ones. You're, you're forgetting, and then you're forgetting two, Eden Hazard two, seasons. two excellent Eden Hazard seasons. No, but I'm saying players like that, even like players that we think of as like super high caliber players for clubs, they've had shit seasons before. And oh, I'm not. I'm not worried about him not coming back. That's not you really know the even point. even even. We're just saying this season. Yeah, this season he has yeah. been one of the big reasons. But there's for been calls. There's been know, calls for like dropping goal scorer. like dropping Mane or selling Mane or you know like I, I think all, it's bullshit. That's, that's over. That's over contract disputes though. And I don't like know the where you're reading selling Mane because I've not seen that anywhere, and I'm far deeper into Liverpool Twitter than you are. The person who anyone has talked about leaving Liverpool has been most law. Like it, there's been no discussion about Sadio Mane leaving. He does. He fits the system better. I mean, yes, the last score is the We goal, have talked but- about it. We've talked about it on this pod and and said that because both of them have two years left on their deal, there are they're going to have to be like decisions made that are yes. tough decisions. And you will see someone like that with that high of stature be sold. And that's just to refresh things. That's not necessarily making them the scapegoat. It might no. like f- feel like that, like optically, but it, that's not the reality. Like sometimes, sometimes these things happen. Sometimes you have a bad season and you get sold, even though you deserve more time. Uh, I don't. I don't think it it'll happen this summer. I don't think any of the front three will leave this summer, but we'll see. I think Liverpool are going to finish fifth because of the teams of the four teams. The team that I trust the absolute least is West Ham. Like Liverpool has gone on runs. Chelsea have gone on runs. Leicester again. We. I wouldn't trust them either, but. I don't trust West Ham and losing to Everton on, on Sunday is not that Everton are a bad squad, but 
Everton are done for the year. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's I mean, they're still, they're still going for Europa. Sure. You know, they, they have something to play for, but West Ham, like the Newcastle game is the one I'll point to and hope that there's more of that. But you know, Newcastle are a very specific case where they're, they were right at the, in the middle of their push to, you know, safe, secure yeah. safety. Well, and okay. And I was going to say, if if you're still looking for West Ham as possible champions league contenders, then I mean, you have to, someone need the most Everton, help. I mean, you have to still put out Everton in an outside bracket because they have two games in hand on uh, Chelsea and Leicester. And if they win both of those games in hand, then they're going to be three points behind Chelsea. So they're not like, which is going to be the same if West Ham win their game in hand. So so they, they would need like Leicester to win the game against us and they would need us to fall off. Yeah. Basically yeah. at this point of the season. Yes. So, so I mean, Everton with that win kept their tiny hopes alive for, for still making top four. But I think like they have probably slightly less chance than Liverpool because Liverpool have a pretty easy end of the season here or like quote unquote and relatively easy, easy outside right of this. Now. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, nothing games easy. are fucking, you're right. You're I, don't, right. I don't know if you watched the Southampton game, but that game Burnley away could be, yes. could be an issue. Yes. Sean Dash would absolutely love to sock Jurgen Klopp in the face. So, I mean, you guys got to come to a decision at this point. Cause the next time we're recording, it's going to be the last week of the, the season or be previewing it yeah. at least. Cause yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Lester Chelsea get top four. I think it's, I think it's just over now. How controversial yet brave. No, no, no. no that, I agree. Um, but at the same time, the head-to-head game w- between us now, like if we draw that, well, no, I'm just looking, that's, not like, the, that's not a good thing for either no, of us now. Not. Like the, one of us has to win that The biggest thing, that, that the biggest thing is Wednesday. the goal difference. So even if somehow Chelsea were to lose two of their last three games, Chelsea still have plus 12 goal difference on West Ham plus like 18 on Everton and only plus you know, four a, on Liverpool with two only games plus to play. four on Liverpool. So, so Liverpool are probably the one team that in terms of goal difference could just sneak in there if they end up getting equal on points with um, Chelsea, but you got to think, I mean, so Chelsea's max points right now is 70 points. Liverpool's <sighs> max is 69. 69, Nice, but they'd have to win out. So yeah. So, I mean, if, if Chelsea lose one game, Liverpool are going to have to be perfect, and they're going to have to start that tomorrow. I I need to see something emphatic from Liverpool. I still haven't I need seen a, it. I need, a, I need the Barcelona weeks. performance. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I need like a 3-1, three 4-1, or three, one, four, one, where they're just like, we're back, we're going to get top four. I don't, I don't think that's happening. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know about like three Imperial or four. You March. need to win. The, if they if win, winning then, is all that matters. You know. it, it doesn't matter by how many goals. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm not worried about goal differential. That's the, I'm not concerned about that. The only thing is go out there and get the three points. I mean, Alex was talking about cup finals. This team has three cup finals, but the difference is that we're starting Nat Phillips and potentially Reese Williams and Ozan Kabak in the back of, in the in the back line. Like, so who are your two? That I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, the dream scenario is Leicester, Liverpool, Chelsea finish fifth and win the Champions League for me. So like we're all in, but well, we're, is that how it would work? Yeah, I guess so. We'd all be in. You guys would get in, but if Manchester United, if Manchester United win the Europa League and get second, yeah, I guess we'd all be still in. be in because it would be five. It would be five teams. Yeah, yeah you're right. Be, that's that's the, the dream. The, the nightmare scenario with the fourth place team not getting through is. Uh, I don't think that happen really anymore. anymore. I, I think it can because there's a cap of five teams. Right, but but that's what I'm saying. There's that look. We can't hit that cap. Like if Chelsea win the Champions League and Liverpool I think Chelsea fourth, are playing too well. Are they're playing too well to to finish outside of top four? I think it depends. On, I think. Yeah, 
I agree. I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I am going like, to pretty certain we're going to get. I in. think I do think though Leicester Chelsea draw in the second without, game without Champions League. No, no, no. I, I I highly doubt that. I kind of think because Chelsea are we're win now it. in a situation yeah. where we're like both teams are going to be saying, "Oh well, we have to win this to you know put ourselves in a position for I, the I, weekend." I think Leicester could win the FA Cup final. I think they could win the FA Cup final, but I think well, Chelsea I mean, win the league. We should league. probably preview that if there's like one game that we're going to preview this week. Yeah. Because, you know, the, the rest of the games you know, we kind of just talked about in the context of top four. But uh, Chelsea, Leicester, FA Cup final, Saturday at 12.15 p.m. I don't see Leicester beating us. Our squad is like perfectly set up to just get a, either a win and a draw or two wins in these two games at this point of the season where and you guys you guys kind of rested both played players. a lot of games you guys didn't play yeah. Rudiger today you guys didn't play Ngolo Kante. Kante wasn't in the squad you know you didn't play um who else Werner uh, yeah I mean Werner a couple couple other players arrested and I think did Marcus Marcus Alonso I don't know it seems like if I don't know if he's a starter or not but no he won't play the final it'll be Chilwell okay yes. well so a couple of players arrested. Kepa didn't play. Mendy played, or sorry, Kepa played. Mendy didn't play. So you know you got to think that he was saving them for this final. Um, and I mean Chelsea are playing so well this season. It, it, it kind of feels like Chelsea are, should win this. But Brendan Rodgers' side have been, you know, they've been they, they they've been very very good this season. There was a patch where you know that looked like they might even finish second this year. And they're attacking wise, they're still there. I think defensively, they're there to be had, and Chelsea, the way that they're playing right now, are probably going to score at least a goal on them. But Chelsea are, are not the team to score two or three. So if Leicester can... Did can, you see what Newcastle did to them? Yeah, but Newcastle are playing like, fantastic right now. The, the, Joe, I get Willick, it. They went to, they went to Manchester United fourth, and, and beat Manchester United. But we already talked about how many players United uh, rotated for that game, not really needing to get anything from it. And it was still like a tough game for Leicester, and they had a lot of their their best players out there, with a couple of exceptions. So yeah, James Madison not starting, um, but that's really the only one. Well, the, no, the the major say. one is isn't Johnny Evans, Evans injured yeah, at the moment? Evans got injured in the warm up, and their defense has looked like yes. nothing like it was before since he's been out. So you're right. If there's it, no Johnny it's a, Evans, it's a big miss. It's probably going to be Chelsea win. I mean, a Brendan Rodgers team has never choked away anything in the last few games of a season. That's never happened. <laughs> I, I also just think, and I know this sounds like me just slobbing on the, the collective Chelsea knob, but there are teams that win trophies and there are teams that, you know, don't really. Don't. And I know this is probably going to come back to bite me and I'll just be, it'll be a soundbite for a while, but I, I'm, I'm confident that we can win an FA Cup over Leicester. As long as it's not Arsenal in the FA Cup final, I'm confident Chelsea are winning it. <laughs> And it's not, so we're okay. Yeah, it's true. I won't deny Chelsea that. Usually, Arsenal, have, Arsenal have it over us in the FA Cup final. It's Chelsea the only thing they have it usually, over us uh, in. But oh they have no, it over us. We did the double over you this year in the league. So if, I, I will trade so that if, happily hold on, hold on. for an FA Cup and Champions League win, Javier. If I will you take win that the Champions the League, then it means that we really win the Champions League by proxy because we did the double <laughs> over <laughs> you. Absolutely That is the... That is the absolute dumbest take He's, we've ever had. How no, desperate no, do you no, have no, to no, be no. to have gotten to a Champions League final? No, that's a god take. You're an idiot. No, 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 no. <laughs> how desperate do you have um, to have been a- to go, have your team go to a Champions League final and lose it, and you're still being like, that's the closest we'll get to winning a Champions League final is another team that we just beat the backups for, uh, you know, winning in the Champions League final. If, as long as they win it and we beat them two weeks before, then we're, we are Small club by default mentality. the Champions League winners. 
Dude, you guys, you guys got to get shit um, together. I'm, it's not, but, it's not but, happening anytime soon. Haven't we done enough for you? You know, we're the Robin Hood of the Premier League, taking from the rich Manchester City and giving to the poor Arsenal. CFC, Charity FC. Charity FC, baby. Um, all right, I am looking at the odds for the League Cup final. Chelsea are, or the FA It's FA not Cup the final, League Cup Chelsea, final. Come on, man. Yeah, Put some respect on our name. I, That's the Pre Guardiola Cup. For those Cup. of you who don't know, for those of you who don't know, I got my second COVID shot today, and the 5G is just kicking in now. Mm -hmm. So, um, sorry. Um, Chelsea are minus 120 for the for it to end in regulation with a draw. It's plus 240, and Leicester are plus 290. The bet that I like a lot, Chelsea in both the score plus 310. Yeah. 2-1 Chelsea. It's going to be tough. 2-1 Chelsea. I, I don't underestimate Leicester at all. I think they're a very good team that have all the tools to, you know, score against us once or twice. But I that that back line, um, we're going to tear them to pieces. Yeah, I think so, too. I, think, I mean, I'm you're going to tear say, them to pieces with chances, but can you be clinical? I'm going to say 2-3-1 or three, one Chelsea. Wait, we don't have to be when our defense is playing, you know, so well at the moment. That's so. fair. And That's supposedly fair. Andreas Christensen, that injury he picked up in the City game is not as serious as it looked. And he may even be back for this game, the the FA Cup final. So keep a lookout for him. And Kovacic too, even though I've said that for like three pods in a row and it still hasn't happened. Keep keep hoping. Um, yeah, well, it should be a decent uh, few days of football, obviously. Well, Manchester then, United, Liverpool. And then you guys play them on, on Tuesday, right? Like Thursday. Yeah. Yep. And then you guys play them Tuesday. Yeah, we... Do you think, do you think it's going to be the same thing? You guys are going to beat them in the league? I kind of think that's going to be like much more cagey and like you guys are probably going to both have... The league game, I think we beat them 1-0. It's at Stamford Bridge. It's the first game with fans at okay. the bridge since uh, the Champions League, like last game of the Champions League group back in December. So it'll be a big occasion. They've obviously got. I the, think I think Leicester win I think that. I, I, I'm going to say that they actually win in the league. I think that they they're, they're not they're not beating us in the league. That's that's where the having the bigger squad thing is going to come into contention. That's where they're going to have to play players that are gassed out, and we'll get to rotate some players in that that's you know true. haven't played on that's the weekend. True. If Leicester win the FA Cup, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a couple guys who um, are, are a little sluggish in the Chelsea game and might not finish the season so hard. I don't know about that. I feel like if they win the FA Cup, it's going to inspire the kind of fear that I have of Manchester City right now after Chelsea have beaten them in two games in two different competitions where I'm afraid that we've given Manchester City like the, the ammo, the ammunition to, you know... Change that's their mindset, right. get, get pissed off, and absolutely destroy us. Yeah, they've yeah. just been. So, if Leicester City beat us in the FA Cup final, we're just going to beat the shit out of them on Tuesday as payback, and be like, "Oh, no, do you I enjoy that, that trophy? It... Now enjoy the Europa League. Have fun." And that's what. That's exactly what I'm saying. Is that I, I think I think if Leicester win the FA Cup, I think the wheels could fall off in the league because you got to oh, look yeah. at that squad. Now, sorry, I thought you were talking about Jamie for Vaughan. Chelsea. I thought you were saying no, no, Chelsea no, no, the no, no, wheels no, would no, fall off. No, 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 that's no. I mean, you guys have experience of actually winning things. This Leicester team doesn't. Like they win the league. They win the FA Cup. They're going to go fucking balls to the wall. Like, they're going to party their fucking asses off on Saturday. You're right. You're right. They're, they're probably going to get dicked on, uh, on Tuesday then, if that's what happens. So, that opens the door for Liverpool and West Ham. And that's, and that's really, like, the, that, that's why this question of who's your top four is so hard to answer right now. Give me that answer Saturday, 2.30. Right. It also could just be, Cup like, completely different after the Man United-Liverpool game that's going to be... Also true. Which will have happened probably by the time you're listening to this, so... Yes. But, but I was going to say, I think Leicester really only need one win from their last two games... Um, because they do have two points right now on Chelsea, they have that really high goal difference, and you know their their maximum goal goal or points total is seventy two. So, but even if they win on sixty nine points, I, like I I think that's going to be enough for top four. Like I don't see 
Liverpool that Liverpool would have to completely win out to finish on that total, and then Everton can't reach that total. So I, I think that's. I mean, I've already tweeted it multiple times. Harvey Elliott Thursdays. Like I've I've kind of accepted my fate. But um, to to quote the office, no doubt about it. I'm ready to get hurt again. So uh, you know, check out my Twitter timeline tomorrow at three fifteen and see how emotionally agonizing I am. And after dealing with this COVID vaccine, so uh, fun times ahead. Only fun times for me. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. And uh, again, follow along on Twitter and Instagram for the latest and greatest. I'm not going to be doing a plus money this week. I'm just too bogged down with stuff for work. I'm actually going home this weekend for my sister's graduation. Um, so uh, I'll just be tweeting out a video of my picks. Um, so that's at Andrew Pissarro at Ghost Gold Pod at ASMOS92 and at Javi Arev9. And until next time, see you.